Welcome to the Living Fabulously Fierce podcast, a podcast honing in on living with AIM. That's authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. All of this as we journey through the process of self-discovery, self-definition, and self-distinction. I'm your host, Farah Bernier, talent management professional and certified coach working with fabulously fierce women across the globe. Join me as I share coaching tips and resources you can apply to your own journey to living fabulously fierce. And as an added bonus, I'm never doing this alone. Each week, I'll introduce you to one new guest joining me to share how they live fabulously fierce. Do keep in mind, while I'm excited for you to be here and I'm here for you as we'll take this journey together, this is not meant to be a substitute for live coaching engagements. To find out more about coaching one-on-one, please visit www.farahbernier.com, email me at farahbernier at gmail.com, and or visit the Living Fabulously Fierce handle on Instagram. With that, let's get started with today's session. Hello, beautiful people. I... I'm coming to you as we kick off season three of Living Fabulously Fierce. I it, It's been a year and a half now um, since kicking off the podcast. I, I remember <laughs> to kind of practice it before setting anything live. I did a mock interview by myself, but not really because, you know, of course, my mock interview was with the just honorable, to say the least, Michelle Obama. And that recording is somewhere. I have no idea, but um, that is somewhere. Um, And so to kick this off season three and actually say it's season three is unreal to me in a really, really good way. And also I recognize it's been such a long time, or at least it feels that way to me since I've provided an update on um, the podcast, but there's been so much going on. Um, 2020, 2021 has been challenging to say the very least. And that being said, however, it's been really busy for living fabulously fierce on the coaching end. So those of you who follow me on Facebook and Instagram, or um, those of you who are coaching with me, you know, there's just been a lot of developments for living fabulously fierce as a whole. Um, We've had more and more coaching engagements than ever before. So all of you just committed to investing in yourself. Kudos, kudos, kudos. And I am honored, absolutely honored to be your partner as your coach in your journey. Um, we've also uh, been having multiple masterclasses, which a number of you joined in on, um, done a few keynotes, um, started a coaching corner for those folks who like those weekly touch points with me. Side note, check out www.mastermind.com to sign up and engage. We're building a community through the coaching corner right now through the month. Um, we are doing weekly um Uh, sessions together, just open forums where if you're part of the coaching corner, you get to join in on this community and so much more to come because we're just building this out. All of that to say, it's been a while since we connected here. All of those things are going on, but that just means I get to offer you even more. And so with that, as we jump into season three, 
of the Living Fabulously Fierce podcast, I'm excited for all that we're going to engage in. And, and the focus for this season really is about intention. It's that second um, component of living with AIM, authenticity, intention, masterful execution. And my guest this season, we're going to talk about what living with intention moving forward um, is panning out to be for them, what they're thinking it's going to be when we go back to whatever our new normal will be. Um, I don't think any of us are saying when we get back to normal anymore. We're just saying whatever the new normal will be, if we can get past where we are right now, which we know we will, um, but it's, it's been taxing and challenging to say the least. And so that's what we're going to dive into this season. And, and of course, of course, all of that and then some, because my intention here is that it's free flow dialogue, great conversation, engaging, um, sessions with my guests that leave us all feeling empowered so that we can collectively move forward and elevate individually and candidly high hopes as the world. So I'm excited to be back at it with you. I hope you're ready for this next phase of our Living Fabulously Fierce, the podcast journey. I would love to hear from you. Those who follow me on the gram, please continue to just let me know what you think, how you're feeling, what's top of mind, questions you have, all of the things. Just let me know. And with that, I'm not going to yap anymore. Just here to tell you, no shocker. I'm excited to be back in with you, excited for all that's ahead in this space um, as we continue to engage through the podcast. And let's let's get to it um, until we get past this this quick break and then jump in with my first guest of the season. All right, bye. Welcome back, listeners, to season three of the. <laughs> And today's guest cannot even wait to get started. Um, our guest is no newbie to the Living Fabulously Fierce podcast. So I'm just going to let her share who she is again. You don't have to intro. Um, but tell us who you is. Who I is? I am Tandy Falala. I am just, you know, the un. Like, you know, the, the unwanted house guest that just pops what? up at, <laughs> on this podcast and just comes to just open her mouth and just say whatever <laughs> comes from her head. That's who I am. Uh, I am in cold Boston. Like, it's April. It shouldn't be like this. But here we are. Here we are. But always happy to be here. It's not snowing, is it? No, but it was, you know, waking up, it was like 43. And it's like, oh, man, it's the, it's the 14th of April. We shouldn't be going through this. But, you know, I'm, New England seasons, oh, weird. I'm not going to tell you what it's like to wake up here in California. I'll just, I'll let you sit with that. But to that end, <laughs> you are never an unwanted guest. I do have to ask you something because... Um, I think it goes into a little bit of our discussion today. You introduced yourself as Tandy Falala. Was that intentional? Um, yes, it's, 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 well, it's intentional. You know why I'm asking. 
I know, I know. It's it, it's intentional. So, you know, it's funny. Yeah, Tandy is sort of the American moniker, if you will, of of my name. It's really Tandy, right? And last week, Tandy Wei, you know, Newton, the actress, just reclaimed her name. And I think a couple years ago, like four, five, six years ago. I used to go by T-A-N-D-Y and I just dumped that on all my social LinkedIn, everything. And I just went by what my name is, Tandi, which is Nguni name. So one of the Nguni languages are Zulu and Devele and Xhosa and uh, anyone who knows those languages is very familiar with the name, it's a common one. So now I am I am kind of intentional of like, like using that name, like, because it's my birth name. Yeah. You. So with that, for, for folks who don't know, um, last week, Tandy, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's her last new? Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Tandy Newton, posted an article about her reclaiming her name. And interestingly enough, I think like a ton of people tagged you or sent you the article and your stories are very similar, right? In terms of the Americanizing of your name by choice, by choice. It's the Westernizing because, you know, okay, when you're a kid and you're making that decision, you're really trying to, um, it, like every kid, you're not trying to stick out like a sore thumb. You're not trying to be the, the odd one. You're trying to eliminate the amount of details right. about you that are different. You know, because at that point, all of it, it, it seems like a threat, like it's, it's a reason for someone to pick on you. So you try to eliminate all of those things and you just like, no, make it easier. But now that, I, you know, you've gotten older and you've learned, you know, you get a couple of mileage around the earth. Um, you just realize that, no, actually, that's the beauty is in the differences. But your childlike self, like anyone, even the kids who are born into, into this country and, and stuff, they all go through situations where you're just not trying to stick out. You're just trying to, you know, blend in with, with everyone else. And and then later on now, well, now what I, I watch in, in, in wonderment of, of the young folks is how much they embrace being different or even strive to be so different from the rest of their peers. So it's a whole different mindset. The world is a different place now. So kids are just like, yeah, no, my name is that difficult name that you don't see around and I like it and I embrace it. It is what it is. So, yeah. and, and and it was it was funny that like, I got so many people like tagging me and sending, it was a Vogue, she did a whole Vogue cover yes. about it. And it resonated and, and it's, um, it, it, yeah, I, I Read, I read it and I just felt like, I'm like, yeah, I definitely know what you went through and, and I, I can identify with that. Yeah. It's so interesting the way you point to the Americanizing or Westernizing of your name and just trying not to stick out like a sore thumb. Lovey IJ talks about this a little bit too with her name. And she shares how like every year, first day of school, she would get there early and go in and talk to the teacher before class started and say, hey, this person on the list, that's me, 
but please call me lovey. That's the name I go by. And the reason she did that from her lens, she says, is because I knew they would never pronounce it correctly and they didn't deserve to have my name on their lips. Can you imagine having that, I don't know, mindset is too light of a word. Um, that conviction with your name at such an early age? Yeah, that is, wow. That, I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's, 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 that's pretty uh, powerful um, that she had that conviction. I mean, for me, yeah, the first day of school for, you know, teacher, you, you're a little apprehensive about it, but um, as soon as they like, bah, 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 I'm like, yeah, I'm here. You know, raise my hand. Like, yeah. How do you tell me how to pronounce? I'm like, just call me Tandy. Like, right. oh, no, no, I want to try. No, no, no. You're not. You're just gonna butcher it up. Just, you know. Please, just say yeah. Tandy. Just, just, just say Tandy, and let's let's move on. Um, that was pretty much my my attitude because those those few seconds just felt like agony. Eternity. Yeah. Yeah, and just I let it go. But after a while, and I remember even in high school, like all the registers just kind of came in as just Tandy, Tandy, everything. Even though legally my name was um, Tandegile, which is, you know, which means beloved, but it, it, it at that point, it just becomes such a norm that they knew who it was and they just kind of put it in there. And it was never, I remember senior year of high school, it was, it was only then I was like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm on my diploma, what should they put? Well, they were asking me, what do you want us to put on your diploma? And I was like, okay, my mother would kill me if I said, just put Tandy. And I was like, nah, I didn't put my full legal name on there. And I think it won't co cause any problems for my school records and stuff like that, you know, going to college and, and, and all those things. So that was, that was pretty much the time and and I remember first day of school in in, in university I was like oh no I gotta go through this again this is a whole different ball game because you know a whole campus and and professors they're not gonna yeah. you know they won't have the but they what's funny is that this is just go to my last name Balala I'm like yeah right here wow and yeah yeah they would just just go and and then I realized that okay in the university system. Um, you know, um, professors are used to like, more foreign students in the student body. They used to, so they, 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 they come up with just, you know, different ways to just eliminate that and get through the, the uh, attendance. Yeah, the roster uh, process pretty quick. And it's, it's, and they're really, a lot of times, not even interested to even like, learn a name and stuff like that. They just want to say, okay, you're here, you're here, you're here. Now let me get to my lecture. Let me get through the slides. Let me get through the material and on to the next next course. So that was that was that was interesting. So that made it easier because I was like, okay, so they yeah, they're, they're most likely very few would attempt my name, but most uh, most actually one professor shocked me. I'll never forget he had it right. He knew how to read it. And that's because he was in the Peace Corps. And he spent years in Africa and actually learned some Zulu. So when he said it right, it it, it, it shocked me because you know, like this white man is saying my name accurately, 
without hesitation. Yep. And he was so excited <laughs> to even say it. I was just like, whoa, wait a minute. What just happened? I know that. Yeah. And then after we were talking about it, he's like, yeah, I was in Botswana and I spent time in Malawi and I spent time in Zoom. So yes, I, I know your name. And it's, you know, it's just like, wow. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. Is it a name? Mm-hmm. It's very common. So actually, Tandy Newton, uh, her version, Tandy, Tandy, my version, Tandy Gile. And then there's, um, uh, Tandy this term. It's all like saying Elizabeth, Isabella, Bella, um, Liz, or uh, uh, it's, it's all the same name. Yeah. It all means the same thing because it all means beloved. Yeah, yeah. So Tandy is love. And and so it's it's a common it's 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 a common girl name. And uh it, it's yeah, it's as common as Patricia, if you will, but um yeah so he, he he definitely i mean once i said that he was like yeah it's a it's just a common name and 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 then and then he will say tandy and not tandy you say tandy and i was just like okay and i appreciated that because there yeah. is value in in, in 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 when somebody gets it right so yeah. i do appreciate that that love you felt that way about they didn't deserve but I didn't have that mindset at a young age about who deserves to say my name. It was, it was about, listen, I'm not trying to get beat up. I don't know how to fight. I don't <laughs> fight. I, 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 you know, like that's, that's it. I just don't know how to fight. I've never known how to fight and uh, I'm trying not to get beat up. I just want to make it home without a scratch. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's so funny you say that, how you appreciated him trying and getting it right. And I forget, Get who said it. I'm I'm going to say it may have been Ralph Waldo Emerson, but I may be wrong. But the quote I believe is the best sound in every language is the sound of someone pronouncing your name correctly. Oh, you, you don't understand how beautiful it is when I land in South Africa or Zimbabwe and hear somebody say my first middle and last name in a welcoming tone. Because what happens is that when I step up with my passport, it's an American passport, put it in there. They're already thinking, okay, this foreigner, cause I'm lined up in the foreign side, right? Yeah. <laughs> you get in a motherland, homeland, and you just have to go to the foreign side, which is always like a weird thing. Mine, yeah. yeah. And and then hand them the, the passport, and then demeanor changes. It's like, ah, welcome home. No, you're home. Where are you coming? Oh, how long are you home? And it's and it's it's always a feel-good thing, like, yes. Cause I'll tell you, my shoulders are lighter. America yeah. is to survive in America, there's a heaviness to it when you are a black woman and yeah. a black man with everything that's going on right now. Um, but when I get there, not that any place is perfect, but just that that tone, that that welcomingness, and then I s- immediately we're, we're talking in um you know in mother tongue right there at the airport going through immigration, and it's a beautiful thing. It's like yeah, um, I can relax. I've arrived. I'm here, you know. So um, it always feels good. So yes, I second that. There's nothing as beautiful as hearing your name being said appropriately because. All of us, our names, our parents took their time, parents, grandparents, whoever, they took their time to really think about it, think about what it means and think about 
um, your arrival, you know, um, onto this earth. So there's significance there and there's honor in that. And a lot of times when I hear people say whatever they say about their names, I'm like, oh, like I don't like, I don't know what my parents' name. I'm like, well, ask them, sit, sit them down and have that conversation. Like, what was going on? What was the picture? What, what and what was significant about it um, for that moment? And you may find out something beautiful that you can connect with your name in a different way. So, right. yeah. So there, there's there's always that, and I, you know, I employ anybody to to if they don't know that that story that part that history about themselves um to 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 ask and and just uh, dig in and it may be something beautiful yeah. and it, it's interesting too because even you've been through this the um branding process when we do self discovery and self definition it's finding out the definition of your name is a critical component in that process right and sometimes it is just looking up the meaning but oftentimes it's Hey mom, hey dad, hey whomever, why did you pick this name for me? And there, there is always, always a story, always a story. Um, so I, I agree with that. Um, and so thank you for sharing that. And for our listeners, oh my gosh, we are already, see, this is why. You and I get it. together and we lose, we lose focus and the mapping <laughs> of what we're saying we're going to do just goes, all right. We really did have a a plan to not have a plan, but plan to move forward seamlessly. And we've, we're off the plan and the unplanned. But that's okay. Because as we let it flow, listeners, as I mentioned in the season opener, and you actually have Tandy to thank for this, as we were preparing for season three, I knew that we wanted to move from authenticity to intention specifically with our living fabulously fierce model of aim authenticity intention and masterful execution but i was kind of struggling to figure out okay what do we do with intention and tandy and i were having a very serious conversation um and in that serious conversation we just got to um a reflection point about the past year so we are talking right now in april 2021 we have been a year plus in state of adult time out, also known as the shelter in place, uh, pandemic, COVID, COVID-19, you name it. Um, this <laughs> oh, we could, I'm not even going to go, you could share that story if you want to. That was a day of real concern on my part. <laughs> but we got to this point about what are we taking away from the past 12 plus months and how are we being more intentional about things as we move forward, whatever forward is going to look like? And again, in the Tandy Farah conversations way, we got into a very big topic, but one that we're like, oh, this, this would be great to deep dive into. And so I rudely cut us both off and says, no, 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 let's, let's have it as the first episode of season three. And the focus here is on intention, Yes, but intention around relationships, relationships in the way of who we want to keep close, who we want to limit our engagement with, and how we move forward in this big world intentional about the company we keep, 
and the keepers of our company. And so, Tandy, one of the first questions I'll just throw out there, you know, honing in on intention, what's the biggest takeaway for you so far um, from the, I'll call it life a la pandemic, panorama, polodium, what are their names? <laughs> thing, that thing. Um, Let me clarify for the for the listeners. Tandy was, if I if I can, I, I'll just say that. I, I had hit this COVID wall. I'd had enough. And I stopped calling it the pandemic. I was like, this panorama, this purple thing, this, this you know. Every P word came out and I was scared. I was on the phone. <laughs> I was scared. I was scared. And I remember, and it's in, you know, I can, because we, we are, um, we are all about just health all around. I'm like, um, Tandy, do you think you might want to see somebody? And uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was just I, I, for the listeners. I gave full uh, disclosure. I, I I got COVID around Thanksgiving, <laughs> and prior to even after, I've pretty much been home, kind of obeying Dr. Fauci. So it's still a little bit of mystery to me as to how I got it but I knew wow. I felt funky and I got tested and then I got it. And then after that, still being, being trying to be, uh, being disciplined and where limit where I go, but working from home, you wake up, I, my computer setup is in my bedroom. I just literally get off bed, brush my teeth, and then I'm on my computer for hours, walk my dog, come back, and I'm back to the same walls, ordering food, um, you know, ordering groceries, everything that I need just to try and limit. Sometimes I, I think I would go two weeks, three weeks without even leaving the, the house, driving somewhere. The, the most I would walk around is like a two mile radius with the dog. So yeah, I'd hit the COVID wall because um, just my personality, I need interaction. I need interaction with the outside world, but I need interaction in a creative way too that um, from going to the museums, you know, music, listening to live music, uh, and, and just vibing with the city, walking around. Um, the many a times that I've done that, but not being able to do those things yet. Had, um, so when I couldn't, I would have chit chat, and I was like, oh my God, I'm just so done with it all. I'm just so done. And the holidays, and it was cold and gray, you know, New England weather. So, yeah. Um, but we had a good laugh after that. And it's, it's, it was the appropriate medicine that I needed because I just like lashed out and uh, that felt good to do. And, and Farrah is a safe place where I can just unleash my crazy and, and who laugh it out loud. And, and then it's just like, okay, <laughs> now we move on. <laughs> and it's like, okay, what are we going to do about this, um, ma'am? <laughs> But, but you know, go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Mm. But that was good because it forced me. And then after that, I started encouraging you to you find did, safe yeah. ways of, of, of stepping out. And I ended up going to the Museum of Fine Arts and they have a nice system of how they were social distancing people and finding different things to do in the confines of this whole pandemic situation and being creative about that. And that in itself has helped because it alternates my human experience through this. So as we reflect and you put, put a good question out there, 
and get back uh, to that is one thing that stands out with in terms of relationships and being intentional is that it's amazing. We all went through this whole situation, um, well, pandemic worldwide. I mean, but checking in and how it was natural for for people to check in and who they invest in checking in shaped how I see certain relationships in my life. Yes, not that anyone owes anybody to to be checked in all the time because we are all going through this. But to some capacity, it was noticing how, you know, you're, you're checking in with people, but they're not even pinging back to say, you're good, just that. Um, you, are, are you good or anything? And so it shaped, it, 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 it lifted the fog on certain relationships and my level of investment in it kind of changed because yeah, of like, oh, okay. Not that anybody is wrong or ugly, or it's just, it is what it is on, on that front. It just is what it is. And, and then now as, as I move, you don't have to punish any, anybody or anything. And as the late great, and I hate saying late DMX said, is that you gotta see people you don't try to be two steps ahead or, or, or behind or try to, to map up this whole strategy about them. You gotta let them who, be who they are, you know? Um, and it's one of these clips that keeps flying around where he's like, you know, a, a snake, you gotta trust that a snake is gonna bite you. You gotta trust that um, people are gonna disappoint, people are gonna lie. People are, and that messaging to me um, meant that Actually, I have to take ownership in, you know, Farrah, remember when I told you that your instincts have never lied to you? Like no, all of us, our instincts have never lied. We deceive ourselves by going against them. Right. That is so true with relationships. Sometimes certain people, we like their company because it's entertaining and it keeps us entertained, but oh. we know their character and we, we choose not to look at that. And then when they they are who they are and do the things that they do, we turn around and get hurt and offended. But in reality, your instance told you this. So you were you the only one who um, deceived yourself and put yourself in a situation where you were disappointed. And that has happened to us over and over again, but sometimes we never learn. But that was the biggest revelation for me, that I had to own that. I'm, I'm pausing because there's gonna be so much for that. I'm trying to, <laughs> so, okay. So I mean, there's so many threads you just uh, tugged on a little bit. The first thing is you pointed out that um, we don't do things to get things in return. But when we do things and we observe um, the uh, reactions of others, yeah, we don't do things to get things in return, but when we do things and we understand the value of reciprocity mm. and don't see that valued in others, it, it raises a light bulb, right? It's not a call for judgment. It's not a call for 
um, frustration, but it may be a call to go for your instincts, right? And, and let's just like real talk it. Earlier, when we were talking about, for me, this past year, candidly, I, I know for a fact, if it weren't for you, if it weren't for my mother, if it weren't for a few other people, I don't know that I would have been as okay as I was through this whole thing, right? And and it honestly, and you heard me talk about this, there was a point where I was like, you know, I'm a little too okay <laughs> with this whole situation. Like, truly, I don't think I should be this okay. Like, not, I haven't seen my family since New Year's Eve, Eve 2019. Mm-hmm. All of my friends, not all, but like 98% of my close friends here in California are all gone. They, you know, they're smarter than me. They're like, we're out, bye. They've gone back to Atlanta, New York, Boston, you name, like they've all left. The close friends that I do have here are an hour away, right? So even like getting together. So all of the things truly, one would say, yeah, Farrah, you should not be okay. And so I really had to think about it, one, Someone actually said to me, they're like, no, you're fine. Cause you, you actually do like you. Not everybody likes themselves. So that's one, right? But then the other thing is you have the people who are checking in on you. So I think for me, it was early on seeing like who's checking in on me truly. Right. Yeah. And then who also didn't just duck out when it was like, oh, Farrah's fine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there is um there there is the ongoing presence that is of value mm-hmm. and i know for us there were many for me intentional um pulling people together how many happy hours oh, did yeah. we have, right i think what did i do that for like eight months yeah and then i did happy hours right and we were all getting together but it was very clear over time who was really there to be there for other people, including for myself, right? And who was there to your point, just to be part of the kiki for whatever reason. And so you got to trust your instincts, not because some someone is good or bad, but when you're valuing relationships, when you are being intentional about relationships and even pandemic situation aside, you got to really sit and embrace the truth mm-hmm. of certain relationships in your life and embrace that there may be some mm-hmm. that are opportunities for you to proactively manage how much of you is invested in them and that's okay yeah you know? yeah and I, I remember okay i must have been like 12 13 right my mom's sister on Sam, she's late. She's she said to me one day. She said, "The smartest thing you can do with with choosing friends, right, is that you look at your friends and you decide if something was to happen to me when we're out playing, who's gonna tell the truth of what happened and who they're gonna lie and try to hide or you know even if it was just an accident." And, and and not see the importance of telling your family exactly what happened so they can have peace. Mm. 
if you use that as a as a as a judgment, say, and the people and your friends will tell you by the little things that they try to hide and they, and you know and, and mislead. And it always I used to sit around and and have that in my head. But as you get older, you start saying, "Oh, we're now adults. We everybody, you know, they'll say the truth. Everyone's responsible." You just throw this big blanket of. Everybody's fine. Everybody, everybody. everybody thinks like me. That's what I'm right. trying to But then you discover no, because as you're saying, I, you know, I, I moved, I moved to South Africa, and and I was telling you that the amount of people who were just like checking in, like, hey, how are things going, just with a text message or with, because um, I still have my American cell phone number, it was still working down that way, and just you know, uh, ping to be like, you good, you good. I was doing a lot of, of checking of, of people calling like, hey, you good? What's going on? And then I realized that I sat back. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm not that anybody owes me, but this is kind of wild. Right? I, yeah, it was kind of wild where I was just like, okay, months are going around. and But then each time I would fly back in to Boston, Len, and I'll post to social media that, oh, I was in town having lunch. It's like, why didn't you tell me you're around? Or why didn't you tell? And then, wow. <laughs> yeah, and I'll sit back and be like, I don't know, that doesn't sit well with me. You know, yeah. um, a lot of that never sat well with me. So I just started naturally, and not because anybody owes you anything. It's like, wow, I, I, travel so far from another continent and now I have to put in extra effort so that you know that I'm around or we get together or that even a lot of my Boston friends for some weird reason like he driving 50 minutes outside of the city like oh that is too far and Listen. and it, it was an excuse but it's 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 perfect for me to always drive to them and I was just, just like so I I I stopped all that I'm like uh, I'm not even I'm not even having this conversation, right? So we're yeah. not we're not gonna see each other. I I'm here on a mission for a couple of days, and I'm flying back. You know, um, catch up when we catch up. But it it from that moment, so that was 2017 till now, pandemic. Everyone, you know, all everyone, who, all the friends er, who were in different pockets. Even the ones who I just said, you know, I'm not investing as much. Ch ch checking in, how are your parents doing? It's a crazy time. Everybody is everybody okay? Is everybody getting PPE? Because you remember there was a moment where there was that struggle to to even get like face mask, uh, you know, right in the beginning of of things, and trying to make sure because I I was you know I was trying to use the few resources that I had trying to make sure that people were getting the stuff that they need, needed, especially for the, you know, for for the little distribution that we had. But at that moment, you are also seeing that investment in, in, in care in the people mm -hmm. around. And now moving forward, um, something that I said to you is that post COVID, post a pandemic, we all cannot afford to invest in fake relationships even um, we're not even talking just friends we're talking about even family here 
like even in in family, the failure to even care enough to to check in. The the basic no one's asking for money, no one's asking for you know for you to do the extra. That in itself it means so much to me than um, anything else, and right. it just it, it now it just shaped how I I view um, relations. Of course, there's distance sometimes and 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 time difference or whatever the main cases would be, but this is a little effort in going. Hey, are you guys okay? Except we have all the tools. We have all the tools. Right. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. While we're on this quick break, I wanted to share a quick reminder. Living Fabulously Fierce is all about engagement with you as you prioritize living with authenticity, intention, and masterful execution. So engage with me, please. If you haven't done so already, Hit the subscribe button for the podcast. And if you're really enjoying these sessions, please leave a review. Finally, don't be stingy. Share the podcast with your network. I'm sure you know at least one other person who'd love to join in on this community and take advantage of the resources shared in each episode. All of this takes just a few minutes and will ensure support needed to keep the podcast going is in place. So again, really simple. Subscribe, review, share. Repeat after me. Subscribe. Okay, I'm just kidding. But really, please, after the episode, just subscribe, review, and share with your network. Really appreciate it. So thanks in advance. Great. And and I think that's, you hit the nail on the head. It's, um, it's the show up. It's, it's, when are you showing up, right, for yeah. other, right? And when that show up comes into play, how does it look? How does it feel? One thing, um, and, and I, I will share this, even though I don't like it, and she knows I don't like it, but I always talk about, like, the people you got to keep in your circle, right? There's your network, and then there's your circle. And one of the like blessings and annoying pieces of having Tandy in your circle is she's gonna flat out ask you the question. And on multiple occasions, and let me say this, this year has been tough, right? But I have experienced blessings and grace and favor in ways that I just, I, I, I can't even, I can't talk about it, right? Because I get overwhelmed. And then there are people in my circle, i.e. Tandy included, who'll say, who'll observe things and be like, okay, but what does that person want from you? Why are they showing up now? What is that all about? And the thing with me you can call me out here. I know we have a difference of opinion on this. I do do my due diligence to be as objective as possible. So one of my defaults is let me check my feelings first mm-hmm. and see, am I like, what is this situation for real, for real? Mm-hmm. Tandy on the flip side. What's that, what, what's that insurance commercial? I say, we've seen some things, been through some things. Yeah. 
Tandy on the flip side is like, I won't repeat the words, but words that are, you know, very clearly reflective of uh, bleep, 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 no. And, and so we always go back and, and basically like it's the balancing of each other, right? It's, yo, can you open your eyes, please? Do you see this and the other? And, and I'm gonna say, can I say eight times out of 10? I'm not gonna say you're right, but the truth of what you have highlighted shines brighter. Hear that? In, you, okay, you know, yeah, absolutely. And, it, and I've always said this to you that, and we laugh. I, I say, you know, Farrah, you give 10, okay. 20 no. chances. No. And whereas I eat newborn babies, but <laughs> that's a joke. I don't do that. Thank you. Can we put a disclaimer? Disclaimer. It's a running joke between us about our personalities. Um, <laughs> when, whereas, you know, you you absolutely give a whole bunch of olive. Like you give an olive orchard instead of a brunch. Okay, <laughs> And whereas, um, but it's, it's, it, 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 it comes in, in, in the situation of you just by nature, you're always helpful. Like that's how our friendship started. You're always coming from a place of, hey, how I'm here. How can I be of service? I am a resource and, 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 and develop. That's how you always present yourself. Like, to everyone, we started in a, in a in a company when we met um, together, and you know the, the climate was crazy. But Ooh. you 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 sat at tables where you just lend yourself and said, "I'm a resource. I am. I, I see things. So if you need information, I am here." That's how you always present yourself. And I think what happens is that you have people who know this about you, and tap in when they want something because you sit in very interesting tables like i don't uh, you know the audience may not be aware of this and Farrah will never highlight but she it really truly sits at very interesting tables and hears some information that's really really impactful in terms of how you navigate your career and um, taught me a lot about even negotiating. I, I did not know how to negotiate salaries. Like, okay, throw a number. Okay, fine. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. It's better than what I had before. But now that I know better and how to evaluate in, in, uh, myself and stuff like that. And this is stuff that I learned from you. And the, but there are folks who come at you with that. And, I'm, and, and what I'll notice is that it's usually uh, questioning around how's the weather? How's this? Are you having fun? Are you having... It's not, how's your mom? How are your siblings? Yeah. How's your kid? It's never an emotional check-in on the person. And then they land on the, oh, I saw this position open. Oh, I saw that. Oh, can you introduce me to this person? I notice you know that person or, or this thing. They always get around to the, I want this. Yeah. And I always try to say to you that actually you can spot all of that ahead of time because how many times have you said, I didn't even see that coming. Like I thought they were just talking about the beautiful wall and then they landed on the, 
damn, I want this from you. And well, and I, but I think one of the things too is it's all about intention, right? Mm -hmm. So I have learned this past year in particular because of all these things, right, that you're pointing to, that all of what you just described doesn't happen in one conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so like conversation one is how's the weather? How's the home? Mm -hmm. How, you know, never about me. And then, you know, I take it over, oh, just kikiing. Truly, I see it as just surface, but okay, cool, whatever. And then shortly another conversation will happen and then it's the next piece. And then you, you're already mad. You're like, what does she want from you? I'm like, nothing. She just, <laughs> she's, <laughs> and then we're talking and then Tandy be like, watch. I'm like, I got nothing for her, right? And so it's just so interesting because we're, the lesson for me in this space, and I, I love this because one of the things about living fabulously fierce is I may have the information and the resource, but we're all learning. We're all learning. Yeah. And so the learning for me about intention is you can have yours. You can be as proactive and planful and intentional about your intentions, but you have to maintain a very clear open sight and open sighting of others' intentions. As, as such balanced relationships, it sounds so foundational and so basic, but the reality is, especially for those of us who always look for the good first, you can always be hit with the shock right? If you don't stay open to what's really going on here. And, and I want to be clear with the, the listeners, it's not about going out jaded. It's not about going oh, yeah, no. anticipating negative. It's as we adult, right? Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. As we adult, we have to be that much more, number one, intentional about the relationships we wish to have in our lives, right? So I, I might, and you've heard this confession that I have, one of my daily, um, one of the lines in my daily confessions is, I love myself fully and I embrace an abundance of love in uh, fueling, fueling relationships, mm. right? If part of my, those, that's the intention I'm setting. I need those relationships in my life. The other part of that is being intentionally aware of how others' engagement with you may not align to yeah. the types of relationships that you want in your life. It doesn't mean that those people are bad. It doesn't no. mean, right? It doesn't mean that they're snakes in the grass, right? It, it just means that those relationships or those types of relationships that they're seeking do not actually fall in line with the types of relationships you want. And then the last piece of intention is, is truly for me, this is where the learning has come in, adulting and telling people no. Actually, it's, it's more that it's sometimes, actually, here's, here, here's a lesson. We always gotta manage expectations. Not all relationships are gonna be emotional, right? They, they, they're not gonna be, that is, not everyone we meet and say hello to is gonna love you and hold you dear, right? right? So let's be clear about that. 
what it what I always appreciate people who do, and I try to move the same way, and maybe it may come off offensive to other people when I do this, is that for the folks that I do know, and if I need something in terms of a relation, an introduction or anything like that, I am very clear from the get-go. Beginning, yeah. Beginning, because I'm no longer serving the Ooh, let me try and reach out and act like I, oh. I'm trying to foster this thing. And not, not all the people I meet, especially in a professional space, I want in my personal space and actually would rather for, for them not to be asking me questions about my personal life. Can you say that again? <laughs> Not everyone I meet in a professional space, I want involved or knowing anything about my personal life. Okay. So if we keep in it 100 and clear that w this is a professional relationship, it's kind of like my, you know what my favorite relationship is actually? I Hi. Yeah, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we have a, a good relationship, but you know what I like? This is how it's gonna sound crazy. You better say Jesus, because that better be the only and your mom. Oh well, okay, second favorite. All right. <laughs> it's my commuting buddies. When you, you take the same, listen to this. When I, you take For the real. same commuting, the same schedule, you see the same people. The conversations are usually just surface, light. No one's <laughs> trying to dig into anybody's anything or create things that are not there. We all know the rules, we play by them, and even though they're not written down, yeah, we see it's, it's there's the morning crew and then there's the afternoon crew, because sometimes they're different faces on those trains. And we see each other and there's, we, we, we keep it, but they're my favorites because we get off the train and it's like, pew, we're off to our different worlds. And, but we keep those relationships in the perimeters that they are and we, we maneuver them and manage them in those perimeters. And that's why I always say it's difficult in the professional space sometimes for people to maintain that or have that kind of um, view because we, we really work people, we don't want each other in, in, in our personal lives. We, we so, want a celebration. Okay, I'm gonna be very clear. This podcast episode is running long. We just gonna go with it. Cause this is, <laughs> we are so over right now, but yeah. thank you because Here's the thing. The reality is that in some of our professional settings, people have an expectation. People, people I, look, transparently, my coach and I, Farrah Bernier's coach, her coach is working with her on how do we balance letting people feel like they have some personal relationship with me in the professional setting because they are struggling with the idea that no, we're not friends. Like we are coworkers and I love our co-working relationship, but you do not get the same family. Like you, you don't get that, right? And they're struggling with that. They are struggling. Let me tell you, you and I experience the same thing because all women of color can relate to this. We have our work personalities Yes. And we have our personal life personalities. We code switch. So thank you. Thank you. I was gonna say let me let's Yeah. Let's the work is is 
operate differently from the time to, uh, when, when I am in my personal life space. And what differentiates that is, oh, go ahead. I have, you know, I can't help it. I can't help it. I, say, I want everyone listening to understand what Tandy is saying. She's not saying that there is a different person. Yes. That's not what she, what she is saying is there is a different experience of Tandy for the people at work than there is for everybody else in her life. And that skill let's call it that because it is, is the skill for women of color or anyone of color, I should say, of code switching. And to take it a little bit further, it does not mean that she's putting on airs or that she's being fake or there's a facade. What it means is in addition to that or, or complementary to the skill of code switching, she's also demonstrating agility in her show up in the workplace such that she can be intentional about her brand in all spaces. And now I will shut up. Continue, please. Well, well you just like colored it up. Now, now I'm like, oh. No, I just, I, no, no, you, no, I love it. You know, the branding piece for me is so, like, I, I can't help myself. But I oh, never I want to that it's like presenting one Tandy versus another. It's not that. But you know, I'm gonna tell you, when growing up, especially if you if you um, went to an inner city school, you were chastised for that. It was like, yeah. well, at, at school with the teachers, you were using your proper English, your proper voice, and your proper thing. And then with friends, it was like, hmm, you act so hesitant with the. But it's a development of skill where it's like, listen, I I need to in the in the space of school or at work, I need to perform and get some sort of, uh, there's merit involved and I'm invested in that, right? I, I'm in, in, in my investment in that, I know how to operate and, and in that space that, that um, what's the word? That gives me the results that I want basically, you know? Um, and when, when we do that, it, 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 the whole thing about people at work asking to, to, to your social media is a line that I just crossed. Uh, very few times that I have I made exceptions, especially when the relationship develops to a point where now it's moved from the professional to the personal, and that does happen. Yeah, yeah it does happen, and it's organic because you, sometimes you find your tribe that way. We spend so much time at work, you find your tribe that way. But in moments where it's not organic, we don't kiki or anything, and then you're friending me on social media, on Facebook, I always just find that just I'm irritated by it and annoyed, but I'm not. I'm, I am. I, I have many a times declined people, and they'll try again, or even have the nerve at work of like, I tried to friend you. <laughs> yeah, I saw, but that's not okay, and I'm okay saying that's not okay right. because my interactions with my families, it's like taking a person and putting them smack dab in the middle of my family reunion, and. Right. And, and they're gonna be reporting back to work everything that they see and hear and, and stuff. And I'm creating a, a place where my friends and family cannot be themselves because now I've got this person smack dab in the middle of, of it. This is where we crack out our jokes and it's my social space is my space. 
when I choose that you are a guest in here, you're a guest, you don't come to, you don't, you're not invited to come and, and be, to police it. You're not invited to come in yes, and, and be a yeah. paparazzi about it. No. So, uh, sorry, you're rejected. Bye-bye. <laughs> um, <Candy. laughs> and I'm not okay. happy about that. I wish, I w sorry, this is an audio media. If you could only see the hand just went up the head. <laughs> good bye-bye. Listen, uh, so I'm I'm with you except one point. Yeah. I have a coworker turned friend mm -hmm. who we still work together. I love and adore this person. I love this individual. Mm -hmm. But we still work together. She nope, you will not have access to me on Insta. And it hurts because I, again, I love this individual truly. And the challenge for me, and this is just my take on the professional and everything else is like, I trust you in my space. You would always have a seat at my table, but I also know once people see that you have access to me, then they will assume access. And then we end up in conversation. You see what I'm saying? Like the ripple, for me, it is very binary and, and that's not how I usually operate, but with the social, because it is my space, yeah. I'm, I'm very like, no, I, I don't reject them. Maybe that's not nice of me. I just leave them hanging because then I don't want them to ask again. Like, let me be clear. It's a no. Because so, the audacity to ask again, my goodness. So that's the difference between you and I and what we're going back and forth about how like. Yeah, that is true. I have absolutely no problem. I will not leave you hanging. I will just give you an answer. And, and, and because we, again, we have to be clear about the relationships, the perimeters of each relationship and where they belong. Yeah. And with, with that, and, and if, if we're moving to intention, I don't like stringing people along or the idea of people being strung along or- I, Yeah, I, and I think that's fair. I struggle with that on social media though, because- And that's real, and, a lot of people do. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't want you. Okay, real, okay, real, real talk. Because you, you, you know why people get multiple chances with me. Because when I am done, oh, when so I, when I am done, it's funeral. It's I, we've talked about this. I don't even like me when I'm done. I don't like. I had to. It's scary. Yeah. <laughs> I had to talk. No, I don't talk. It's a funeral. You you don't talk, and at least I will verbalize something. I mean, you I communicate something. It may not be verbal, but it is clear. Am I not clear? I'm, when we think about the situation it's two weeks ago, it's a gallop. Yeah, yeah. But it, right? it's, yeah, it's but it's a gallop. You just the heads on the chopping block. It gets chopped. There's no like, it's it's chopped and gone. Whereas I'm like, okay, now here's the situation. Like the gallows over there, but this this is what we're going to talk about. This and this and this and this and this and this and this. 
do you do you you know give me so you know and but even though i've decided that it's dead i'll give you the opportunity the floor to to say your piece and if you want to cuss me out do so if you want to do i'll give you the floor to say your piece and then then we're good would you we're good it, it, it's a done deal. What I don't like is that when, uh, <laughs> and this is a me thing, if I'm done with the person and we come across each other in the supermarket, don't greet me like like we're good. Oh, uh, no. See, but see, so that's the difference. Because when, when I am, so, okay. I don't when speak I, when I've spoken to, to people that I'm done with. I, no, like, see, that, but I, so that's the, so when, Hmm. How do I? It's, it's, a, it's offensive to me. And this is my personality. We're done. And we're clear that we're done. We had a conversation that is done. There were actions taken to, to, to say that we're done. Why now in the grocery store do you feel like you want to say hello to me? We are done. Because you can say hello to somebody. Hey, so that, that's an American thing that I can never understand about the whole greeting thing and how people get offended. Like, you see somebody spoken to you. Yes. You just gotta see somebody on the street and not say hello. If I'm done with them, Farah, I didn't see them. They don't register anymore. They're like now everybody else, another face in the in the system. Like that's that's just and that's how I operate. And funny enough, that's how members of my family operate. And I noticed this when I was even in Africa. That's how we operate. <laughs> when it's done, it's done. There's no like negotiation. <laughs> No, but I think I think we have to be very clear of, of what it's a cultural. It's a cultural thing. I, 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 was, I people people will still people, and I'm like, and then I'll look around, I'm like I thought I thought that was a done deal, and uh, yeah, yeah, so what was that about? Like, what was that necessary? And, oh Lord Jesus, Tindy, because you can't. I guess we need to define done like when i'm done with you right yeah i can still see your personhood and acknowledge your personhood in the grocery store <laughs> right even if, even if i'm not the first person to say hello because i mean it's still a person tandy <laughs> there are a lot of people do i now like i i like i, I appreciate <laughs> Listen, I appreciate and I go, this is, it's a cultural thing. And I'll, I'll tell you this, it really is a cultural thing. And, uh, and, and it's, it's not that it has to be, to be, to be hostile or anything like that. It's really a cultural difference because I, I noticed it visually. I said, okay, now it makes sense. Cause I used to think that I must be the crazy one who like feels like that's so unnecessary. Why? Then when I went home and I observed other people who move and I knew who was done with who, and that's how they move. And it's, 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 and this was understood because anything else would have been confusing to everyone else and like, hold up, stop, wait, whoa, what, what is that? Okay. So can we go, the example I just reminded you of with me. That individual, if I said hello to them in the grocery store, you would be baffled? Well, let me, okay. Here's, here's the deal. So you're talking about someone in a pro, um, any difference in a professional, okay, let me, and, and you're writing this, in a professional setting, 
I can see where there's value in just saying hello and, and, keep, and, and keeping it moving, right? And that's a professional setting. So we got to put, put this in different buckets. Professional setting, because all our professional worlds kind of it's a small world, everybody ends up moving and shaping yeah. around in the same different, um, you know, companies or industries and stuff like that. So, yes, there is value to not, you know, just blow up a bridge and, 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 you know, have a close. And I, I'm not talking about blow up a bridge, but clarity and intention in. Um, Until it's 2021 when you have to say, I really don't mean literally blow up a bridge, but sorry, keep going. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay. What happens when the beginning of the year starts with a uh, re um, insurrection, but oh, carry on. I forget, <laughs> every now and then, I forget that we are really in a crazy world, like literally. And I start thinking that we, you know, we can use these kind of terms and words like we did way back when many moons, where if you registered to anyone that that could be a possibility. I forget that world, you know, I forget that we're just in a whole crazy matrix here. But in terms of relationships, I, I've, I've found that, yes, in the, in the professional space, and you know, you can nod, hey, and, and, and keep it moving. Um, but in, in a, a context of, of, of personal friends and stuff, I think it's just out of respect. Yeah. To just like, just move on and everyone's a stranger and we're, and we're good that way. Because you're not, you're not denying the humanity in them. Because if, if I was to see whomever broken down on the highway, um, you know, I'll, I'll help. I'll, right. Yeah, that the humanity of it. I'll, if I can, I'll help, lend a hand, and then move on. That that's fine. But I, in clarity about relationships, intention, and also investment in it, and the exhaustion in investing because it's exhaustive. I'm with you. Like, that yeah. Okay, I gotta like acknowledge this person because the freedom comes. I remember. I'll never forget this. You know, my my parents divorced. My mother's freedom was like, yeah, yeah, your father's side of the family, if I don't choose not to acknowledge them, that's just my freedom. I have that free there's freedom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's the if if there's certain people that she she loves till today and there's certain people she doesn't care for, and that's her freedom. And her freedom is not because of whatever might have transpired or, or whatever the case may be. But I, I I learned those things, you know, from observing my family, because it's it's I find that it's healthier. When I'm that, I will give you because it's yes. Because I see the exhaustion when people have to muster a hello. I see the exhaustion when they're like, "Oh, oh my god!" Because I I would never forget this at the Braintree Mall. I was with a friend, and all of a sudden she ducks, and I turn around I'm like, "What is going on?" Ducks. Yeah, like she wreck like quickly ducks because she spotted somebody and she wants to avoid saying hello. I'm like, now you've exerted a lot of energy doing that. You can just walk by them and not say hello. And that was a difficult concept for them to understand. Like, why, why do, what do I mean by saying it's okay to not say hello, but it's a cultural difference. And we can go on about this every day, but I'm thinking about relationships. You, I'm, you're going to see transparency on where I leave things. 
Well, so for me, I, I hear you. I appreciate that. I get it. My pause is not disagreement or even trying to persuade. It's just, I, I honestly, I cannot think of a situation, you know, with the exception of like extreme, like, oh no, mm-hmm. you came for me, right? Like with the exception of stuff like that, where I might be quote unquote done with my engagement with someone mm-hmm. and I see them out and about. And if we passed each other, I wouldn't just acknowledge their presence. I can't think of anything that falls into that bucket. Okay. And I also think, and you alluded to this, as we we do operate more intentionally with our relationships, right? Mm-hmm. There are some relationships that are relationships that you can't just nix, yeah. you know, like family, like you don't, you, you know what I mean? And so, yeah. but that doesn't mean you don't have to, you, you don't, you cannot still be intentional, right? You can, you can still be intentional, right because it's also it's it's about what are you trying what kind of life are you trying to live are you trying to live as a source of fueling for other people that is also being open to being refueled right yeah or trying to live a life in which you're constantly drawn from or are you trying to live a life where people think they can have access to you without also committing to investing in something in you? Like even a, you, we were talking about this earlier, like even a, no, really, how are you? You know, I, I won't say who this was because it's it's personal to them, but I know they'll hear, hear this and they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. This will not surprise you. I was driving home Sunday uh, back from MoMA and um, there's someone who's very important to me who was really pressing on my mind the day before and all day and I thought okay I'll just call her while I'm driving back from San Francisco mm-hmm. and so it was it was dinner time her touch on the east coast and I just left her an audio text to say hey I know it's dinner time I don't want to interrupt you and the family while you're eating but I've been thinking about you so just wanted to send you a quick hello she called back immediately mm-hmm. in tears mm. going through yeah going through. and I think in a matter of 10 minutes of her opening up her heart telling me what was going on we talked about it she said Farrah how are you doing mm. she's going through yeah right yeah. And like in a real way, this yeah. is not like, oh, I'm tired of this pandemic. She's going through and things are hard. And I'm sitting there checking in on her. I'm holding space for her. And she literally wipes her tears and says, her, how are you doing? Yeah. That, that yeah. that's what I'm saying, right? Like, and now not all of us can do that when we are in a bad space, right? Like, yeah. But 
at different times, we're always checking in on each other. When we, when I have strength, I do the checking in. When you have strength, you and vice versa. And there are not always times where where both of us can do both. Yeah. But this individual again wiped her tears and said, "Kid, how are you doing?" You know. And that in itself is is really the root of what we're getting at. That you know you need to pay attention to that. There's value in also looking at what's not being said. Yeah, and, yes. And, and when I say about that is that sometimes we, you know, in family situations, everybody's aware that something's going on with you or something's happening. They're not picking up the phone to be like, hey, I'm aware. Um, just, yeah, do you, I, you know, or want to talk, you know, or, or, or talk through, but when times are good, times are great. And then it's, 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 I want. For, for them good, right? Yeah. But yeah. they, and, they know for themselves, things are good. Oh yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'll, you know, I, I'll share this story. A lot of that, especially with traveling up and down between Africa and the U.S. That, as much as I did, the amount of people who wanted me to bring things up and down for them, even folks who I don't even have that close of a relationship, would say, "How much luggage can you can 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 I put this that so you can meet so and so at the airport?" My answer was no, because a lot of times I will just have a duffel bag, and a, a couple of times I'll actually travel without any luggage because I have clothes in the U.S. and I have clothes mm -hmm. back home, and and we'll have the capacity because I'm either flying business or so, so I will have the capacity. But my answer is flat out no, for multiple reasons. You know, one thing I do know, I don't want to get in trouble for whatever somebody packs in my suitcase. That's right. just not going to happen. And if you are not saying to me, how are you? Hey, I'll, 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 I'll give you money towards your airline ticket for this favor because it's a huge deal. And not that I need it, but no, if but you're not thinking that way, like, okay, I'm going to inconvenience you with this task. At least he can, you know, here's what I'm willing to do for you because it's impacted. Ultimately, I'll say no, because I don't do, I don't, just it's like, it's like, like I, I don't do it's that. It's not even like you're going to accept it, right? But it's just the yeah, thoughtfulness. The thoughtfulness, that's what I'm going for is, the act of thoughtfulness is what has been so apparent to me during this whole thing. That's um, what it is. That that's what it is right there. Yeah, yeah. and 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 that going forward um, with relationships, I look for thoughtfulness because I now am confident in my ability to dish it out to other people. It just feels natural, comes together. Like you, even at odd times sometimes. I'll just pick up the phone, text, and what's up. Not that people need to 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 respond to me right there and then. It's like an answering machine. They'll get to me whenever they get to me, whenever okay. they need to. But as long as they know that I I I reached out, I'm good with that because it has value when people do it for me. I mean, you know, cousins in Australia and stuff like that. Twelve hours, thirteen, sometimes fourteen hours ahead, and they'll still like, hey, um, I I saw somewhere that Boston has snow. Are you still up that way? Are you good? Um, and yeah, and, and and that that has mileage in my heart for for, right. for 
but thoughtfulness now being in my 40s um, and thinking about my post-COVID experience on earth. There's so many things that I wanted to do that I had put off before. Like we've talked about travel and destinations and, and stuff like that and, and exploration and all those things. But my intention with relationships is even simple dinners or catch up with drinks or um, those things. If it's not a relationship that has thoughtfulness as part of the engine that runs it. Yes. I can clearly say that I'm not investing because I see all these memes of, 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 of being short videos on social media right now where people are like, Oh my God, I shouldn't have announced. There was this one woman. I shouldn't have announced that I got the vaccine because that could have been my excuse not to go out when people invite me post COVID. Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah, like that's loaded. And I'm oh. like, well, that's a, that's a lot of, um, that's, that's, whoa, okay. That's, that's a lot of issues. Layers. Yeah. That's like, layers. That's layers. But why even go to that length where you're even thinking that way? So what does it say about the relationships that you are referring to and you not even wanting to engage with them? Like beginning of the, the, the uh, chat here, I said to you, I love human interaction. I thrive yeah. on that. But now I'm intentional because I love it and I invest so much in it. I, the audience or the people that I engage, I really, really am thinking it through about, right. about that. And if thoughtfulness is not part of it, it's just to me it's not happening and I don't need to lie about my circumstances of saying no my no is going to be a complete sentence yeah. I, we're not, we're not uh, but there's sometimes opportunities maybe build a new rapport who knows yeah. Yeah. but the way that I'm viewing things now um, I have a sense of urgency to live out this life as best as I could so I, I love all of that because my question to you is going to be, okay, so Tandy, post current norm and moving forward, I, I don't say going back to normal, but going into the new forward, yeah. what is your intention around the relationships that you will maintain in your life? And what I hear is, keep me honest, mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. that you intend going forward that the fuel that serves the engine of relationships for you is that of thoughtfulness mm -hmm. where there is no thoughtfulness there will be no tandy and for your audience not that i'm anything special to anybody or any like you know like, Listen. you know but in a week, but I'm gonna cut you off though. Yes, I think you're special and you're awesome and all of that, even though you can be mean to me sometimes. But what I also think it is, is you're all that to you. And that's all that matters. And, and you know what? Um, especially in the past year, I've, su I've suffered great, I've suffered losses, right? And, and a lot of people have family, people. Now I'm looking at, time how i spend time and how time is really expensive and now i can't even think of the amount of things that have kept me away from a simple act of going to see some of these people that i've lost 
as frequently yeah. as I should have. Uh, you know, I should have to. It's always, you, oh, I gotta do this, or this weekend, or this is coming up. Like the things we, we pile on as the I have to do, I've, I'm, I'm emptying out that, that, that list of, of, of things, yeah. which is, I, I'll never forget this. Growing up, um, we used to do a lot of road trips. And now I'm trying to figure out like, who are the people we're going to see? And where are those people in our lives now? Because we will be the ones in the 1985 Pontiac Sandberg with no AC in the summertime. Is a two door. The thing was hot with velvet type seats. <laughs> we're all, you know, going through different states to stop by and visit people. And I sit back and say, I don't remember any of those people doing those road trips to come and see us. But even back home, like my mom will pile us up in a car and we'll drive from Zimbabwe to, to Botswana to, to uh, Fran from Francistown to Cameroon to Lovatse. And if anyone knows those, I'm talking about good, like eight hour stretches in the African desert heat where, you know, the, the wild animals, sometimes we'll do it in a train. The train was wonderful because it was a slippery train and there's food, it was, it was fabulous. But when I think about all of that, I'm like, who are those people? Where are they now? <laughs> you know, in terms of relationships. So I'm intentional about that now where, listen, it's, we're not promised how many summers on this earth. Anything can happen. Like a pandemic has shown that full blown. So as we go into a new normal, whatever that shapes out to be, uh, first and foremost, the, those people, those relationships that are centered on thoughtfulness and uh, I am putting on calendar and really, truly, I'm talking about even using my pocket, flying if I need to, driving if I need to, to go spend time because they are worthy. They, um, they're worthy because they feed me emotionally and, they, and, and I feel love around them. Um, I, and, 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 that's, and that's why. I would like everybody listening to hear that Tandy Falala has just made that statement and not yet booked her trip to California. Just saying. As for ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> we in a pandemic, and we I'm being very thoughtful about when to go, but she knows that I'm ready for a wine country tour and just chilling in pajamas and, and slippers. And, and wine and just yapping, you know. I already know what you're doing. I already know. Like, uh, you know what? That that will be that will be an episode in and of itself, ladies and gentlemen. We will take you along our tour of wine country when Tandy comes out here, and we will be stopping at French Laundry. French Laundry, if you're listening, we welcome your sponsorship to this podcast. <laughs> Um, so I, I think for me, I know for me, Let me yeah, I want to ask that question to you, but here, here's the twist. Here's the twist. Y'all just interrupting. Like this, this, you, you people are listening to a true Farrah Tandy conversation, but I have to admit, I'm usually the one interrupting, but go ahead. I'm glad you said that. Listen, um, I say you always. <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, thinking about, reflecting first of all in, in all your relationships in the past year and how they've uh, kind of, what they've taught you. 
what are you intentional about going forward? But I'm talking about intentional as in what would you like to correct? You, you know, that's hard for me because mm-hmm. knowingly, I know words matter to me. And I don't know that there's been anything in the way of relationships that I've done that, that has been incorrect. Okay. I, I really can't say that. What I appreciate learning this year about persistent norms in certain relationships is that just because they are persistent doesn't mean they have to be pervasive. Um, And what I mean by that is there are folks who have had all access, right? Quote, unquote, all. And I have learned that just my caring alone has take has been taken as license for that for that for that access and what i intend to align to even more so is a commitment that i've made to myself at this point it's been five years that i embrace an abundance of love in strong balanced fueling relationships right like i say that every morning yeah like that's part of my so what that also means is i have to now add what am i countering it's not enough to say what i'm embracing right it is now the opportunity to lean into what it to lean into saying what i don't want and what i will not mm-hmm. allow like this whole thing for for those listening you have to understand like this conversation <laughs> that we're having right now started what now five hours ago (laughs) and that happened earlier and i'm like what and we we had a good laugh about it and tandy ended with yeah when you're done you are done um but in the conversation a, a whole bunch of things came to light for me and it was i've i've talked a great deal with intention about what i'm embracing but I've not been as intentional about what I will not allow. And I think it's the latter. It's not necessarily correcting it because I needed to learn that. I did because, you know, my nature is to care and to be of service and to help. And so I don't want to change that, but not everybody's going to get that. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, the, the buzzwords these days is self-care and self And I, I think it's part of, um, number one, audience, self-care is not the shampoo, shampooing your uh, hair, washing your face and, and do, putting a face mask. That's not self-care. <laughs> self-care is some hard truths about your, your world and, and a hard truth of dealing with your emotional, your mental, and and um and relationships that self-care getting around managing that and and addressing some things and when i say correct i meant you learn some things you reflect on them and now moving forward you engage differently and you're right you're right that you you look at okay 
these are the areas that I need to to work on and to and to to focus on. And like you, yeah, we're very clear about what it is that we want to receive, but we don't identify what it is that we are seeking to not, you know, have so around or take on. So and, I am. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. And and, and uh, um, part of my next question to you. Mary, this is not your podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> Hostile takeover. But but my uh, next thing, because we all, you know, first and foremost, we, we sometimes get into the word a little bit and we have to be like clay, right? Mm -hmm. And be moldable. And we don't know sometimes what, what the end product is going to be at the end of the day with that. But when it comes to relationships and, and putting it out there, is there a lack that you want to seek out now that, you, that you're saying, you know what, I want to seek out these type of relationships. I want to look for, I want to fish for these kind of people. I want to build a, a tribe in this space or these kind of. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to throw something out here and, and I'm open. You you tell me. Yeah. I'm thinking that's another episode. Okay. But keep going. I'm, I'm going to let you decide. <laughs> well, I mean, who said you can't edit it out and pin it into another episode? Who said you can't, you can't clip things? Ma'am, um, I am a full-time employee of a technology company, and I do this on the side. <laughs> <laughs> you think I edit my episodes? Oh, we do. Okay. okay. <laughs> another, another, another episode. Because you know what? Here's my answer. I play it too safe. I like to be around people who... <laughs> Stop. How are you going to say, okay, we can do another episode, and then you jump into, and this is my answer. Ma'am, what are you doing? <laughs> because like a like a pit bull with a bone. Yes. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Okay. How about this? Because you, you were going to ask that. Wait, okay. So let's pause for a second. Yeah. Not literally, folks. Sorry. Welcome to the Tandy show now. Um, You're going to have to chop it. You got to have to edit this one because this is like extra too long. I Listen, so ladies and gentlemen, we are going to close now understanding that Tandy Falala has committed to an intention around ensuring that all relationships going forward in her life are fueled by thoughtfulness. I am intending to align to my daily commitment of embracing specific refueling relationships and getting more specific about what types of relationships I am exiting out of my life experience. We will also have another episode in which we will discuss our intentions around the tribe that we are building, i.e., the types of relationships we want more of as we progress forward from this pandemic, what did you call it? Pandemic parallelogram. <laughs> all of the P's. All the P's. Uh, all the P's. 
And, and to confirm, this will not be edited. I hope you enjoy the flow of <laughs> in this conversation. Now you know my I edit none. Um, but this is real talk. We hope <laughs> it's been fun for us. We hope you enjoy <laughs> this. It's not torturous for you. It's been all over the place, but we land somewhere. We land somewhere. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, more to come this season in the way of intention. And next episode, you already know what we're going to dive into. So send us a note, send us some comments on the um, Instagram handle. Let us know what you think so far and any area of life in which we can have more intention that you would like us to discuss. So with that, Ms. Falala. Yes, ma'am. Thank you kindly. You're welcome, but you know, I could I could have kept going, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> bye guys. An hour and fifteen minutes. Okay, bye. <laughs> I hope this week's episode was as fueling for you as it has been for me. I always appreciate your time and attention. You know this. Um, and to be able to just have really good conversation with the guests and also just share some gems and different perspectives with you. Truly, it's 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 a joy for me. So I'm glad um, that I was able to do that once again. If you want to continue building your insights from Living Fabulously Fierce, specifically through coaching in a digital format, you can subscribe to the Living Fabulously Fierce Coaching Corner. All that is, it's a subscription-based coaching resource through which you get weekly tools and insights from me that are applicable, accessible, and accelerating your uh, progress in personal and professional development. To take hold of that, all you have to do is go to mastermindwithfarah.com. That's M-A-S-T-E-R-M-I-N-D-W-I-T-H-F-A-R-A-H.com and sign up today. Anyone who signs up will also be included in our monthly live coaching corner sessions. This is not to be missed. I join live with members of the, the coaching corner. It really is a community through which we engage together. We ensure that we experience a level of empowerment so that we all always leave in an elevated manner. So again, when you get a chance, check out www.mastermindwithfarah.com. Don't delay. Reach out if you need anything in the meantime. Otherwise, have a fabulous week ahead. Stay fierce, and I'll catch you in the next episode.